confused by finances, investing, estate and retirement planning? Well, I went to school so you don't have to. Welcome to Finances and Cost of Living and Inflation. Finances and, in conjunction with my company, Capital Coaching, helps people achieve their financial goals through personal, tailored, and attentive financial coaching services. Together, we'll create a successful financial plan by examining your spending and saving habits and then guiding and educating you to your own personal success. Coaching services include evaluation of your spending plan, building your savings, financing your retirement, examining your insurance needs, and planning for your own individual goals. Please contact me at capitalcoaching.net to make an appointment for a free consultation. Your wages are tied to the cost of living. For example, jobs are paid more in larger cities than in rural America because it costs more to live in the city. This is true for your basic expenses, which includes food, housing, taxes, health care, child care, and entertainment in different regions. For example, you can buy much more for $100 in the Midwest than in Boston or L.A. In 1921, the federal government started publishing the Consumer Price Index, or CPI. This provides a record of how costs have changed from year to year. Think about the cost of a cup of coffee. In 1920, it was $0.24. Cents. Now you can pay over $2 for a cup of black coffee. The Bureau of Labor Statistics shows that in the last 12 months, the cost of food at home has gone up 8.6% and eating out costs have risen 6.8%. It's also true for energy costs. They have risen 25.6% with gasoline rising by 38%. I actually found great information on the Bureau's website, including games for kids. It's well worth a look. The CPI is the most widely used source to measure inflation. This is our ability to pay for products over time. Using this information, the Fed can make informed decisions about the economy. It's also used to adjust for cost of living expenses, say, for example, Social Security, military, and civil servants. These cost of living adjustments, called COLA, are used to counteract the rising cost of products so that the set amount of money given in, say, a pension fund or in the Social Security Trust keep up with the cost of inflation. As an example, if your Social Security benefits were $10,000 in 2021, you'd get $10,590 in 2022. The Bureau of Labor Statistics computes COLA by applying the percentage of increase in the CPI from the third quarter of one year to the third quarter of the following year. In this way, those on a fixed budget can continue to afford the most basic needs of living. It's actually estimated that the 2023 bump will be 7.6%, which surpasses last year's 56 and that was the largest bump in over 40 years. There can be deflation as well, where the purchase power of money increases and the prices for goods, which are items or services, the jobs that people do, declines. But we talk a lot more about inflation since our money doesn't buy as much as it had a few months ago. So how can the federal government keep inflation from rising out of control? They change the interest rates at which banks loan money to one another. And like most things, that cost is passed along to the consumer. In 2008, the rates were almost at 0% to encourage lending and to stimulate the economy. So what about inflation? As the currency of a country loses value, people are not able to buy as much, which at some point slows the economy down. So what does a country do to combat this? In the United States, the central bank will devalue or reduce the value of the dollar, or they can loan money by purchasing government bonds from other banks on the secondary market. 
One of three things has to occur to cause inflation. The first is that demand for goods or services increases faster than they can be produced. An example would be if you want to buy a TV, and so does everyone else, the cost will rise, either because there aren't enough TVs or because they're trying to slow down the ability to buy them now due to low supply. Another cause is when the cost to produce goods increases. The cost is passed along to the consumer. For example, if getting a supply of oil is slowed down in some way, the cost of gasoline can rise. Finally, the third way is when prices for goods rise and wages rise to accommodate the cost of the higher good prices. This maintains the standard of living that people are used to. But in this case, it can also be a never-ending way to continue inflation. If goods rise and wages rise, then goods can rise and wages can rise. Inflation means that when you buy stocks or other products, the cost is going to be higher because the supply of money has dropped. And although inflation is generally thought of as bad, there are some positives. Because as the currency declines, other countries are able to buy more of our goods that we export. Conversely, the cost to import becomes more expensive. Another positive is that it encourages the spending on the short term, as people try to hurry and buy things before the price goes up. It can boost our desire to spend and then increase in demand drives our economic growth. This increase in demand creates more jobs to meet the rising need, and that improves our economy. As the price to purchase a home rises, people can be squeezed out of the market, making it impossible to buy a home, and then causing the amount of homes for sale to slow down, while then this in turn causes housing prices to drop. Housing is a great asset as inflation increases partly because the value of your home rises with the rates because it is considered a leveraged asset, meaning that you have more debt than equity, which is that you owe more than it's worth. So if you have a good interest rate, the amount you pay won't increase, even though the value might be rising. Fixed rate mortgages mean that no matter how high interest rates climb, the amount you owe monthly never changes. In fact, the price you pay actually goes down in value due to inflation-adjusted dollars. Variable rates and arms, or adjusted rate mortgages, actually go up in monthly payments as your rates increase. You can also protect yourself in rising inflation a few ways. One option is to buy gold or silver, because as the value of the dollar goes down, these precious metals tend to rise in value. Metals like silver are in limited supply and are used by companies around the world, and its supply will decrease over time. Gold, on the other hand, is something that many people hoard, and so its price can rise. You also could consider investing in other countries' currency, but make sure you know what you're doing before you try this. Investing in real estate can be a real boon if you invest money outside of your own residence. Renter's income can cover the mortgage price and even provide income to you as a passive income. You can listen to a full podcast on finances and rental properties, episode 35, and passive income, episode 62. You should also consider REITs, real estate investment trusts, for the same reason. Buying commodities, this includes grains, precious metals, electricity, oil, beef, orange juice, natural gas, foreign currency, and emissions, can indicate inflation to come. Because as the price of a commodity rises, so does the product it is used in to produce. These products are easily purchased in ETFs or exchange-traded funds, and it offers you a basket of these different commodities. They can be highly volatile since it can be affected by geopolitical tensions or just plain old supply and demand fluctuations. 
Finally, putting money in savings has yielded almost no income for years now. But as interest rates increase, the amount you have in a savings account can start to provide you more in return. Check with online banks and your own for the highest paying savings and checking accounts. Treasury Inflation Protected Securities, or TIPS, are equally tempting as rates increase. As the cost of living refers to the cost of maintaining a certain lifestyle, depending on where you live, and inflation refers to the increase of prices of goods and services over time using the Consumer Price Index, they are both tied together in our ever-evolving economy. Thanks for listening to Finances and Cost of Living and Inflation. I know you chose to listen and I'm grateful. If you enjoyed this episode, please follow or subscribe for free in your podcast provider and share your favorite episode with a friend. I'd love you to leave a review if you enjoyed the episode because it brings financial education to others and helps people find me more easily. Also, feel free to reach out and let me know what questions you'd like answered or any topics that you'd like covered by going to the website at financesand.net and leaving a message. You can also contact Capital Coaching for your personal financial needs at capitalcoaching.net. Finances and does not provide tax or legal advice and nothing in this podcast is to be construed as such. Always consult a tax, accounting, or legal professional for advice on your specific situation. Remember, I went to school so you don't have to.